Hi, everybody. This is Benny Biffle. And this is Sammy Schuster. And you're listening to TV Confidential. Confidentially. At Roberts, with a reminder that Vince Van Patten will join us at the top of the hour. Vince Van Patten, son of Dick Van Patten and the host of the World Poker Tour on Fox Sports 1. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we'll close out this hour by welcoming back Lynette Rice, Lynette Rice, editor-at-large for Entertainment Weekly, where Lynette covers television programming for both the print and online versions of the magazine. Lynette recently revisited the circumstances of the Bob Crane murder case for the September issue of Entertainment Weekly. The September issue of Entertainment Weekly is available wherever magazines are sold as we pick up the conversation. You recently covered the TCAs for Entertainment Weekly. One of the stories that caught my attention was the announcement that the next season of American Crime Story will focus on the Bill Clinton-Monica Lewinsky scandal. Any thoughts? How amazing is that going to be? My first thought was dread. Um, <laughs> dread as a Repu- I, and, and I looked at it simply as a Democrat, not as a TV writer, but as a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm open about this. My fear was that it will affect the election, and I wasn't the only one in the room. Everybody thought that because they time, they are timing the movie to come out in, I think it was September or October, I can't even remember the date, uh, September of next year. Mm-hmm. So this is basically right before the election. Yeah. FX's argument was we don't want to get in the way of the creative process. I have to respect the creative process, which was kind of a line of crap because ultimately the network decides when the show is going to air. It's not the creator who in this case is Ryan Murphy. It was the network, and they made the decision to run it then. Are they smart to do it right around the election? Absolutely. From a business perspective, it is smart to do it right then. My fear was just this election is going to be so unpredictable. There's there's so much hand-wringing going on. There's now going to be this additional layer, which is not going to bode well for the Clintons. <laughs> it's not going to look good. And suddenly, the Clintons are going to be back into the zeitgeist right before election, which is not a good thing. Then again, maybe no one watches it. There's always that. There is always that. Of course, we mentioned earlier that uh, you wrote a piece on the Bob Crane case. Given how steep... The Bob Crane murder case is steeped in Hollywood legend. You would think American Crime Story would do a series on that. Maybe. I, if you think about it, you know, they also did, well, no, that actually, I'm, I'm thinking back to the, to the whole OJ thing. That was actually a crime. Um, is this a crime per se? Well, yes. I mean, it's obviously a workers' a harassment crime. Um, I, I mean, I think it's a fine idea to do it. I think it's, if anyone will make it fascinating, it's Ryan Murphy. I don't begrudge the idea of the show at all. I think just the biggest consternation is over the scheduling of it. Yes, will some of the narrative change because now this is coming out in the Me Too era? Absolutely, because when uh, Monica started to uh, find her voice and come out and talk about what happened to her, it did become a classic case of men using their power. And so that all will be explored, and it will be fascinating. I just think the biggest issue is the timing of it. And, yeah. and that in itself has given it so much attention now. So it's like we're unwittingly, by writing about the timing, we're giving it even more promotion 
So who knows what's going to happen? Maybe it's not that big deal at all. You know, we, we people in Hollywood, we think everyone pays attention to what happens in Hollywood. Yeah. People really don't. <laughs> well, everybody who listens to our program pays attention to what goes on in Hollywood, Lynette. And, of course, a lot could happen between now and September 2020. So that's just something we'll have to uh, keep an eye on and wait and see. Uh, how to Get Away with Murder, that's a terrible segue, but How to Get Away with Murder is going to end this season. Uh, any thoughts on that? And, you know, what about the future of Grey's Anatomy? I don't really have that many thoughts about murder ending other than it's time. <laughs> it probably should have ended a year ago. Yeah. Um, Viola Davis is a magnificent actress, and she did magnificent work, but the show is tired, uh, so it needs to go away. I think it was very surprising that Grey's Anatomy got picked up for two more seasons. I mean, even Ellen Pompeo was giving interviews. She gave one to us at EW. It was basically saying that I'm ready to find something else. I'm ready to explore different things. But Ellen may have been just negotiating in the press because, lo and behold, boom, the show got picked up for two more seasons, and she is now the highest-paid person in television, as well she should be because the show is a behemoth. It continues to do incredibly well. Everyone still talks about that show. And, you know, she's a genius about it. I mean, who knows? She'll never – it's very – unlikely that she'll get another hit like Grey's Anatomy, so she should ride that cash wave to the end. Absolutely, and it anchors uh, ABC. It's a Thursday night show, which is traditionally the biggest ad night, because that's when the movies, studios tend to preview their movies, so there's a lot at stake here, and it's uh, for much the same reason why CBS kept renewing Big Bang Theory, you know, for 12 and 13 years. I mean, it, from the network point of view, you want to ride that cash cow as much as you can, as well as the actors on the show. Right, and and Big Bang Theory could have gone another season if not two. Yeah. CBS wanted it. Warner Brothers would have been fine with it. It was the it was Jim Parsons who said, nah, I'm good, I'm done, which is you have to respect that. Um, and the guys in his 40s, he felt stupid, continued to wear T-shirts. <laughs> um, with superheroes on it. He felt like it was time to end it. Yeah. And I I love that. I love when the actors decide that because the networks will always wring every last bit they can out of a show. Because Big Bang was still the number one comedy on television, so of course you'd want that to go forever. Lynette Rice is on the line with us for a look at shows to look out for on network cable and streaming platforms this fall television season. Lynette Rice is editor-at-large for Entertainment Weekly magazine. We mentioned earlier you covered the TCAs recently, so you saw all the network presentations, all the cable presentations, all the streaming presentations. Are there any shows on one platform or another that really caught your attention that you think people should keep an eye out for? Overall, it was a little overwhelming, you know, the the new crop that's coming aboard, you know, for, for television. I don't think there's anything that's groundbreaking at all. It's disappointing because, I mean, I, I want broadcast networks to succeed, and I don't know, I don't know if they will in their current form. Uh, regardless, there is there are a few. There's a show called The Unicorn on CBS. It's with Walt Goggins. I'm a huge fan of his. He was in shows like The Shield. He's, he's a character actor. He's appeared in so many things. He's mostly played bad guys. Mm-hmm. In, in this show, he plays a, a just a lovely widower with children who goes out on a dating scene. And the, the, the unicorn of it all is that he's this really great man, too. I mean, there's this really great guy who loves his children. 
who loved his wife, and now he's starting over. And Walt embodies the role like you wouldn't believe. And it's funny, too, because he's got a group of friends around him that are encouraging him to, to go on Tinder, go on these websites, and find yourself some dates and stuff. That's a single-camera comedy. That look, it looks pretty good. CBS also has another show called Carol's Second Act that's with uh, Patricia Heaton. She's mm-hmm. going to try it again. She's going to try one more time with this show. This is a, like a fish-out-of-water show about she herself is, she plays a character that her kids are out of the house and she wants to try a new career and she's going to be a doctor. I don't know how long that'll last. <laughs> I love, I always bank on her because she's a bona fide star. Those are the ones that I have the most hope for. Other than that, I was a little underwhelmed by what else is out there. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> Final question. You, you cover TV programs for a living. You've done it for a long time. I would imagine if you told me that you don't watch television to decompress, it wouldn't surprise me if you don't because that would be like work for you. But if you do, if you do watch TV to decompress, what shows do you watch? Oh, my gosh. So I watch a lot of Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it, my decompression is watching old movies on Netflix. I always try to find a title to watch. I have to be in a certain mood to stream old shows. If I'm going to stream an old show on Netflix, it's either Frasier or Cheers. I always watch those. Mm-hmm. Those put me in a good mood. And I also watch old episodes of any Griffith show. But Netflix is a great place to find shows if you didn't discover them on television. Right now, I'm binging Pose from FX. And that's about a period in the 80s where there's these underground balls for, the, for transgender women. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating. It's very, very good. And that's another one that's done by Ryan Murphy. The one I did before that, I, 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 I can't stress enough, if, and if your audience hasn't watched it, you can find it on Netflix, it's The Bodyguard. It's very easy to binge. It's only like six episodes, and it stars Richard Madden from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and he's a bodyguard yeah. uh, for a politician in Britain. And it's, it's, it's tense. It's a suspense. Oh, my God, it's so good. So good to the point it was meant to be a one-off because it was such a huge popular show in the UK. They've already talked about doing a second season, so I can't stress how to watch that freaking show. I listened to an interview while driving yesterday with, I think she was the director and one of the stars of Pose. And I made a mental note. That's a show I'm going to check out, although just listening to some some of your go-to shows— it's easier for me to binge watch shows that are half an hour because you can watch one or two, or even if you just watch one, it's easier just to watch a half an hour show than an hour because it's less of an investment. Because for me, it's at the end of the day, a half an hour is about all I can do. You know, you got you definitely have to be in a certain mood. Yeah. Like, for example, I, um, I watched the first season of Stranger Things. I skipped the second one because I heard it was kind of bleh. And then the third, <laughs> the third one came up. And so I really had to bring myself to sit down and watch it. And I'm glad I did because the third season by far was the best. And once I got into it, it was a show I couldn't wait to get back in bed and and watch the rest of the episodes. I mean, that's another one I recommend highly. I I think you should go back to the first season then skip the second season and then watch the third season. That was really good. But you're right, especially binging TV shows, you've got to be in dramas. You've got to be in a certain place to watch them. Uh, but Netflix has done a great thing for network television in particular. It's really helped to relaunch shows that didn't do well and on cable too. It's, it's, it's done a good thing. 
Okay, I know you got to run. Lynette, thank you so much for talking to me, talking to our studio audience. I hope you'll join us again one of these days on TV Confidential. Thank you so much for having me. Vince Van Patten will join us when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Michelle Nichols. Adrienne Barbeau. Leonard Maltin. Joyce Bullison. Peter Onorati. Judy Norton. Robert Wagner. Robert Hook. Lee Purcell. Julie Bud. Rhonda Shear. Michelle Lee. Jacqueline Smith. Lou Antonio. Shirley Jones. And many, many more of your favorite celebrities and people behind the scenes in the world of television. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Become a TV Confidential confidant and receive unlimited access to the last five years of TV Confidential, plus other members-only content. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a Confidant. Enter the coupon code CONFIDENTIAL when you sign up, and you'll receive $5 off your first month's membership. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a confidant. You can listen to this show all over again as a podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcast, and wherever podcasts are found. Best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the TV Confidential Podcast, go to the homepage at televisionconfidential.com and click subscribe now. Attention sports fans. Now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about 50 bucks a month. Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow. If you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you gotta call All-American Dish right now. 800-296-1251-800-296-1251-800-296-1251 That's 800-296-1251 Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying, Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button.
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.